0: The show you are about to listen to is intended for mature audience only. There will be things said that may not be appropriate for younger audience and may offend you. We at Whatever Talk would like to apologize in advance, but really, get over it. Hola, do Folks, I think that's how you pronounce the word hi or hello in Spanish. Hola, H-O-L-A. Welcome to Whatever Talk The show what we talk about, whatever we seem to be talking about at that time. I'm your host, Donnie. I don't have my co-host with me, Simply Kev, but I do have a guest with me, and his name will be... We talking about whatever, whatever that's on your mind, speak your mind, don't be shy, this is your time to shine.
1: And... How you doing, my friend?
0: How you doing? We have just met today, as of right now, as you're recording it, we're listening to this. Well, not as you're listening to this, because you probably listening to this three years from now, but... <laughs> As of recording, we have just met. I have not known this guy ever in my life. So in my head, he knows Chucky.
1: I know who? Chucky. Chucky? Who's Chucky? Hi,
0: I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi Ho. <laughs> Andy is Turkey's Frank. You don't know.
1: We have never seen Child's Play? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Listen, man, Charles. I got too traumatized by those movies where, when we were young and they were supposed to be children's movies, but they really yeah. weren't children's movies. Uh, Secret of Nim, The Fern Gully. I'm talking about Land Before Time. Like all of those, super depressing, super screwed up. Go back and watch them right now without your kids in the room, by the way. You're going to be like, what were my parents thinking? Let me watch this crap.
0: Yeah, so basically all of Disney catalog.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know what kind of subliminals they were giving us, but uh, it probably is contributing to the suicide pandemic that we have in the, the country right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I will say this about Disney. Whoever comes up with the stories, I got to say kudos to them because the origins of where they got their stories from is what the heck those were the children's stories at those times and i can't believe well i can't believe going off the history of history i can't believe somebody would actually read this to their kids (laughs) but Mm -hmm. yeah the origin stories of the disney movies as of pinocchio snow white little mermaid uh etc you know the the real versions of those are like Wow, who would have thought that Pinocchio was a murderous psycho?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that is the logical conclusion of the events that have happened in Pinocchio. But, uh, you know, I've heard that, like, basically those stories were meant uh, to scare kids and and keep them in line, basically, Um, which is something that we see throughout history. I mean, almost Mm -hmm. all political structure before the united states um or or what whatever we have for a modern democratic system was all based in fear if you don't do something then we'll kill you or a monster will come out of the woods and eat you or the irs will come and take away your house i mean you know it's all just rooted in fear right
0: oh yeah i agree before we get into the whole fear thing what do you do and are you a podcaster as well So some people couldn't know who you are. I'm sorry about that. I was about to get into it.
1: That's okay. Yes, I have a couple of shows, actually. I have a a show called Pardon My Fork. We talk to restaurateurs, (laughs) chefs, world food champions. Uh, As a matter of fact, on Wednesdays, we are doing a small batch edition of Pardon My Fork where we taste wine, beer, spirits. We'll have the spirit maker on. Sometimes it'll just be us. Sometimes we're joined by a guest and we just have a really, really good time talking about shared experiences. You know, our our saying on that show is food is the universal language that we all speak. And so it makes for good conversation when, when you start it that way. And then we also do a comedy show called Boost Booze and Barbecue. It's a lot of car talk. I'm a huge car guy, huge, huge car guy. And uh, lots, of, lots of just joking around. We have other car people on, race car drivers, people who really don't understand our humor. So it makes for an interesting show.
0: You're pretty much bit time. So what are you doing on whatever talk? <laughs> 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 uh, we haven't made it that far yet. I'm trying to get up there to where I can have people like that talk on here. Hey, you are not my first guest, but my first, I guess you could say, established podcaster as a guest so i appreciate that and our motto is making fun of reality so we like to joke around about it and everything on whatever talk nothing is exempt from getting made fun of i love that right that's include your ugly babies out
1: there which there are plenty
0: uh all the time all the time them babies don't come out pretty i tell you that
1: <laughs> that's the hardest part about people that are like oh my gosh look at that baby it's so beautiful no, it looks like a potato. Like, there's I'm nothing. You just gave birth to a turnip. I, I don't know how to tell you that it's a beautiful baby.
0: Your newborn ain't supposed to be coming out looking like grown James Brown. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, if somebody looked at my newborn baby and said, oh, looks like Selena Gomez, there'd be a problem. They wouldn't be allowed in my house.
0: Uh, You're a liar. You are not a real friend. <laughs> A real friend would have told me that this baby is hideous. (laughs) But he or she will grow to be something beautiful. We will all hope.
1: (laughs) Well, here's one of my favorite things to do, man. And I recommend that anybody try this. When you find out that your your friend is having a kid, hopefully they tell you what the name is going to be. And then it doesn't have to be real. That's the fun of it. But whatever they say the name is going to be, let's say your last name is Dobson, right? Let's say you're having a kid and you name the kid um, Steven. So you tell me, yeah, we're having a baby and we've chosen a name. We've uh, decided on Steven and I can go Stephen Dobson like the serial killer. <laughs> it'll make him it'll make him look twice.
0: <laughs> oh, going to name our kid Jeffrey. Guess what his last name is. <laughs> I'm just going to say his nickname would be JD. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody even scarier. His name is Donald. Guess his last name.
1: Ooh. <laughs> You know what, um, DJT son, that's all we got. In <laughs> oh man,
0: that's a, that's that's like that, that's a bad fusion right there. You ever heard of onslaught?
1: Exa- yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. You go fusion right there. JDT. There <laughs> we'll let the listeners go to do some research on their own, do some reading, because everybody who's listening is probably needs to read.
1: If they're listening to your show, then they definitely need to read them.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just going off people who who just who comment off post versus reading or clicking the link that the post is talking about.
1: You want to talk about an epidemic in the country? That's a real thing. Reading the headline, just reading the headline, and then you know making assumptions about what it's about. Um, I read a headline the other day, and somebody was like. And I, I commented back. You know, that's not necessarily the truth. What the headline's saying. And they were like, "Hey, dummy, did you even read the article?" Yeah, I did. It made no mention of what was in the headline. That's why I can't follow the headline.
0: <laughs> it's a gimmick to get you to get to the article, people. That's what the headline is for. The headline is for you. It's the headline is. I don't want to say it's meant to be deceiving, but the headline oh, it is. is deceiving.
1: It well, I 100% okay. believe it is sorry'm okay, not okay. i don't mean to bust ahead. in it like that but like i i 100 percent believe that um sowing the the roots of division is what's happening right now that's just me um oh, i'm
0: with you i'm with you i am with you hey i don't know if you know this but i'm black and we know all know about division
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i mean look man i'm i'm mixed race but i'm lily white looking
0: but but you're divided by half because you're mixed
1: no <laughs> i'm divided by a lot i'm i'm a mutt. uh my grandfather didn't have a social security number like i'm i am a mutt uh
0: so you're divided by illegalness with on top of that whatever nationality that we don't abide by socially
1: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> So it's always interesting talking to people who, you know, want to put you in a box and it's like, well, I don't fit in a box and realistically you shouldn't fit in a box either. If you fit in a box, then you're not doing it right. And they don't like hearing that. It's something called cognitive dissonance since we're, you know, having your listeners uh, read stuff, go and check that out. But yeah, you know, I'm sure that at the end of the day, we're all pretty much on the same page, but, uh. You know, we've been conditioned to be so opinionated that uh, it, it sows the the division. And you know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Oh, oh yeah. You know what? I already like you, man. I just met you. I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Almost all of our opinions, like 99%, 98% are there. There are outliers, obviously, but, you know.
0: Yeah. I, I look at it like, according to statistics and statistics can be argued because statistics are not right at all for the most part and that can be discussed later but <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: that, that according the how I see it is like oh what I've been saying recently is like you got 7 billion plus people on the planet and you're mad like really mad that out of those 7 billion plus one thinks differently Like that really ruins your whole entire day because out of the seven billion plus people that lives on this planet, one of them thinks different.
1: Yeah, there's a saying out there. I mean, it says men, but just replace people, humans in general for men. Good men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make bad times. Bad times make good men.
0: Oh, whoa! You got to slow that down. Repeat that at a slower pace, please.
1: (laughs) Let me rephrase that. Hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. Weak men make hard times. And then the cycle just continues.
0: Ah, Okay, I I get that. It kind of rings true.
1: Well, historically, if you look back, uh, people will talk about like the fall of the Roman Empire. That basically summarizes it right there, right?
0: I don't know too much of the fall of the Empire, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I do. I I know of it. I just don't know. I don't know historically to be going back and forth with you right now about it.
1: Oh, oh, sure. So
0: so drop some knowledge down for me and whatever talk listeners.
1: Well, so, I mean, the whole the Roman Empire thing can be applied to the politics of the church during the Dark Ages or or really any other societal collapse. Things just get out of hand and politicians get too much power and people start getting radicalized. And then the system collapses in on itself because you lose your most basic ability to to function as an autonomous person. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. And you're right. Right. That's, that that's, was, kind of, that's, that's what's going on right now.
1: It is. I mean, it kind of goes against the United States is this whole experiment of people governing themselves. And I mean, that at the end of the day, that kind of is the nice thing about that, is that, is that
0: the, what the United States
1: is? Yeah, it was an experiment <laughs> if people could govern themselves. Now oh um, historically
0: it was an experiment.
1: Right, right. So oh, okay, my bad. When it was founded obviously uh certain people were not considered people which is horrible but the documentation for our country was written in such a way that the language could evolve so men became all people over time Mm -hmm. and i know that we're still fighting towards that but that's the beauty of the language of our our constitution is that that is something that can be fought for you know what i mean so that's why this whole system has lasted as long as it has or at least that's the theory ah
0: I think the system has lasted as long as it has is because, well, okay, that and money.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, money makes everything go around. But speaking of societal collapse, we're starting to see people with all of the money, a very select few people with all of the money, making all of the decisions and, you know, impacting the daily lives of, you know, everyone else. And so that's that's kind of. I'm not saying we're looking at like the beginning of the end, but but we have gotten oh. ourselves into a situation where uh, things, again, you remember what I said about the good times? Mm-hmm. We're, we're into those good times now, and it has made some very weak people. And, uh, oh, and unfortunately, that's where, really babies <laughs> that's where the crybabies come
0: in. That's where the crybabies come in to play, the weak people, because the world is most definitely crybabies globally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crying over the the wackest stuff, and I know throughout this episode or throughout the most recent episodes or whatever, talk, I've been <laughs> I be saying a hey, color followed by the word people like uh, white people, black people, or you know, etc. But I'm only I'm saying that out of I can't single out all of the people in that nationality that are not doing whatever it is that we're talking about and I can't single out the people in the nationality that that are doing what it is that we're talking about. Therefore you get lumped in a general pool, kind of like how black people get lumped in a general pool with the person next door who happened mm-hmm. to be black. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So if you hear me say that, which I'm about to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> White people, baby, they they I'm trying to phrase it in a way where now I'm not saying all white people are evil. I'm just lumping them. They just, unfortunately, they just get lumped in a lump pool with the rest of the white people, evil white people. But historically, could we keep bringing historical Mm -hmm. things into this conversation? Historically, white people are evil. You know, I mean, it's not me saying it from my personal opinion and it's not me getting collective uh, opinions from select black people or select white people or select other nationalities. It's me personally reading history. Whoever wrote history, most likely white, they said it, you know, it's not me saying it. it is whoever wrote history said that white people are evil with the actions of white people. Mm-hmm. Do you, so I'm, I am get, I'm I mean, saying that. because I'm
1: saying, I'm saying, mm-hmm, because I just, you know, I'm, I'm, you're making a point, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about this.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm making a point and I'm making a, a, again, my point is majority opinionated, but at the same time, my opinion is not just a, a wild off the wall, me commenting off a post. This is my opinion off of collection of information that I get from reading history.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I'm sure in that same history that you read, I mean, in saying that all white people are evil, or, or rather all of the evil is rooted from white people, I mean, obviously, that couldn't be further from the truth. There have been evils perpetrated regionally by all peoples, And so I guess kind of my point is when you get to a region, India, Africa, each of the individual countries on a a continent like Europe, you go back through their history. Hell, even the the North American um, natives, you know, here in the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. You go back and, you know, a lot of the remains that have been found, it's not people cuddling with their children when they died. It was people getting stabbed through the face. By someone of the same race because they were warring tribes. They were warring about something, resources. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but sometimes people are resources, you know. Um, I don't want to, you know, start the whole slavery conversation, but slavery historically has been something that has happened with with almost all cultures up until a couple hundred years ago. You know, so some of these Oh, ideas- it's
0: still going on. It Bonded is. slavery, bondage, the slavery that um, the, the americanized type slavery that is still going on not just in america but also overseas
1: but the ironic part about you saying it like it's americanized americanized slavery is actually oh, a slavery that was developed by the dutch
0: you know what you're right I, you know that was a bad choice of words of choosing americanized slavery i use i said that due to because of I grew up in America and mm-hmm. you you know what you're right that was a bad choice of worse because americanized slavery is has been going on before america was america
1: but this is the perfect highlight of why this is such a difficult topic to talk about because when when you try to focus all of the blame on someone that's where things get dicey you know you you say okay who's to blame but then when you start going back through history you realize the blame really falls with the way we've been patterned. You know, if you go back to cavemen, there were cavemen that were weaker and smaller that undoubtedly became the slaves of other stronger cavemen. Undoubtedly, you know, when you start talking about the homogenation of, you know, homo sapiens and homo erectus, and then the, the people in between, I forget what the scientific name is for that. But when you start looking at that, there is, this this overlap right and Mm -hmm. back then it's not like that overlap was coming from a kind courteous humanitarian place in their hearts i can almost guarantee they were rolling into other tribes gathering up the women and children taking them back because they were running low on people or their bloodlines were getting too screwed up or whatever you know i can almost guarantee it uh britain britain is exactly britain's a really good example of that because you have this tiny little island there is so much inbreeding there, but they also have a pretty diverse populace, and it's because okay, the Vikings. Let's just talk about that for a second. They would travel to other places, gather up the women, take them back. Yep. Tell me that's not some kind of slavery.
0: Oh, you're absolutely right, and I don't. I'm one that doesn't just put the blame on just a nationality because I talk about us as well, Black people as well. Like we got betrayed by our own. Brothers and sisters who who were not taken or stolen or kidnapped, however, which word you want to use, from Africa, a lot of them were sold from our own people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm all I'm with you, and I'm 100 agreeing with what you're saying about that con as well. It wasn't, he wasn't just ravaging other lands. He was ravaging his own people as well.
1: Sure. But that's been historical because our concept of our own lands, if you go back 400 years, our own lands wasn't the United States. It was like, you know, 40 square miles because that's what you could walk in three, four, five days. Right. mm -hmm. So that's, That's another component that people conveniently leave out of this when they have this conversation. I could be, if it were 400 years ago, and I'm in Oregon, right? Let's say I went from uh, my little town that I'm living in, Albany, and I go up to Portland. It's about 90 miles away. And I kidnap people from there because I need slaves to work on my farm and maybe even advance my bloodline. Maybe I've decided to take some of them as de facto brides, right, which is that can be considered a form of uh, slavery or certainly not indentured for It is Slavery. Yeah. Yeah. That's a completely different region. That's not my land. My land is down here where Albany is. Portland has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you think about it in those smaller terms, that's when this stuff really, at least for me, when I really started looking at it, that's when stuff started coming into perspective for me. In some ways, I'm not saying it makes the conversation easier. I just wish that people would take a little bit more time to understand that because while we're busy squabbling with each other, crazy shit is happening on the upper levels that is going to affect all of us in a very everybody, way.
0: Everybody, everybody,
1: yeah, and, and yeah. In my opinion, I mean, this is a little bit, I know people don't always agree with me, but personally, I think that there's, there's things right now that have been engineered to keep us busy. Because big moves are being made that we as a people, you and I as a people, do not want.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I like you. I like you a lot. I agree with, especially that last question, I don't always get a group of people that agree with me. You know? Hey, I I'm, look at that as a uh, something redundant to say. <laughs> like I don't even want you to say that. Like, I don't get people to agree with everybody ain't going to agree with you. For one, you said you said the word opinion. Soon you use the word opinion, they automatically know that's your opinion and that automatically deems you negative in society because <laughs> you have an opinion. <laughs> right. You cannot have an opinion because your opinion does not matter because it does not uh, comply with my opinion. So mm. whoever had the initial opinion it's the person that's right in society, and whoever goes against that initial opinion is deemed negative into society.
1: And you know what? You got a good point, man. When you say this is my opinion, it does kind of set people up to fight. Like they want, they get in a fight stance. Uh, mm-hmm. I read this really interesting article about when you log into Twitter. If you're a regular Twitter user and you log into Twitter, your brain actually goes into a fight or flight mode. You're you're actually <laughs> getting ready for a physical fight. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. That, you know who that is? You mm. know who that is?
0: That's people who care about what other people think about them.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> they just... That's their whole... That's their whole being, right? Um, I know some people where if, if they're not telling other people how guilty they should be about things, they're not having a good time, right? And it's like, aren't you guilty...
0: Hold oh, on, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Bruh. You are so wrong right now, bruh. Mm. You need to feel this, how wrong you are. Bruh. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just me um, improv-ing. Somebody okay. acting the way that you just said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I got you. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Oh, I thought you were gonna <laughs> tell me how wrong I was. I was like, "No, well, no, 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 And no, no, I'm here that to listen.
0: Just, no, that's just me in private. I'm bouncing around from here and there, but uh, me and one of my best homies, which it actually kind of sad and it sucks, and i actually thinking about <laughs> playing the the high road here. But when I say playing the high road, here's something. That, I, it just came to my head just now, as I'm about to say it. So I guess I'm sidetracking to talking about this now. I was like me saying that I'm about to take the high road or one should take the high road. Is that me praising myself for, hey, I know we had a fight. We ain't talked in a while. I'm taking the high road and coming to talk to you first. Did you get what I'm trying to say?
1: I do. I do. That's a that's kind of a hard one to get into as well, because I mean, sometimes there is no high road. Sometimes people just tell you something that's so horrible. You'll never get over it. Like if one of my buddies told me that he had an irrational attraction to children. Oh, I would, I wouldn't want to talk to them again. <laughs> if, you know, somebody tells me that they just feel like I'm wrong on something. And I say, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but I, I'm, I'm not going, I don't think I'm wrong. And we don't talk for a week after that. Then yeah, the high road might be reaching out and being like, Hey, are we cool? Like, I know we disagree on this one thing, but we agree on everything else you know that's definitely the high road there so if and and i get what you're saying like especially in this in this day and age there are so many people that are they they get pleasure out of arguing it oh, right and oh you can't goodness. if you if you even get to the point where i've had this happen i can't even tell you how many times where i'm like you know i understand your side and and maybe i need to think about what i'm thinking or or the way i'm saying it I'll, uh-huh. I'll definitely think about that more. I appreciate you having that side. It almost makes him more angry.
0: Oh, my. I mean, yeah. You what, know.
1: <laughs> what has conditioned him to be that way? That's kind of, you're coming back around to that point that I was. Oh. I think people societally recently have been conditioned to simply argue all of the time.
0: Oh, inherent thought process, man! Mm-hmm. I, I talk about that all the time. Inherent thought process, or the generational thought process. What what we call
1: and in layman's terms, that means if you're not learning and teaching yourself every single day, then you're not I- with the current times. You're not a person who can really speak on the subject because you're not well enough educated. And I mean, you you have to be a little bit careful with that because mm-hmm. there are personal experiences. There are a lot of false information. I mean, look at the way the internet has just given us crazy amounts of false information, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah. the person can think that they're educated and not be, but the part of that 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 goes along with being an educated person is being able to keep an open mind about what information you're hearing, right? So I
0: open guess open mind is everything, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sorry, cut you off, go
1: ahead. No, No, no problem. I mean, the only things I won't keep an open mind about or if people come at me and they tell me, you need to feel bad about just being you, um, if a person comes to me and says, you definitely didn't do that thing that you just said that you did because because you did it, right? I mean, those are some things where you got to kind of be careful. And, and, of course, you'll argue against that. Um, I mean, if a person comes up on you and says that. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I always kind of try to keep in the back of my mind is hmm. – you, you have to be able to take in information and process it. You don't just take it and regurgitate it. You take it in, you process it, you decide whether or not that's something that's true, not true, how does it fit, and, and try to take away, peel back that box. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's so funny to me. A friend of mine who's not white, by the way, he's Vietnamese. His parents, he's, he's the first generation born in the U.S. They were straight from Vietnam. They are extraordinarily racist. And that carried over to him. I mean, even even when I first met him 10 years ago, he was kind of open about it. He was just like, yeah, I know I'm a racist, but, you know, I'm Asian, so it's okay. (laughs) We we had some conversation. We we had a little bit of a, I'm not even going to call it an argument. There was a journalist that was uh, beat up in downtown Portland and you know there's a bunch of information surrounding him now talking about he's a white supremacist except that he's an asian man and um it gets it gets weird it's not one that you're thinking of it's it's somebody else i'm trying to be loose and leave names out you know
0: oh yeah I, i understand
1: things are getting crazy people can go out and find it because there's one specific video where he's getting beaten down by rioters in Portland and he starts screaming I'm with you I'm on your side what are you doing so people can find it that way but um, he started talking to me about this guy's a white supremacist and I was like bro isn't isn't he like Taiwanese or something of course he looked at me and said that's racist and I was like well you called him a white <laughs> supremacist so isn't that racist
0: oh my goodness.
1: Going back and forth about this and then eventually I just put a pause on it and I was like stop hold on where are you getting your info from and, and who are we even talking about right now? And he was just like, fuck, dude, I don't know. Like, how did we even start this conversation? And I said, I don't know. But now I kind of want to meet up with you and go out and grab some lunch. I was going to be in Portland the next week. And so I just went up there. We had lunch. We didn't talk about it again. You know, we're still friends. It was just uh-huh. it was that moment of clarity where we can both just kind of stop and go, hold on a second. This isn't even something worth getting heated about
0: my goodness it's in my opinion it's so many conversations that's had normally that's not worth getting heated about also on top of that going up what you said about this whole racism and man everything is a ism or ist (laughs) every you could just throw ism or ist on anything and it is (laughs) it was like come on that's how you do research You know how you say a process, the stuff that you're reading, the stuff that you're taking in, that is what I would like to call research. The processing of it is all intertwined into the research. You just can't read it and just say, Yeah, my research, throughout my research, this. Like, no, you have to process it because within what we call the system, there are facts that are implemented into society and yet everybody are putting the putting the fist up talking about power this black power this white power this or asian power that or whatever nationality that and then and then next to the um the fist you get one word and they use that as a whole sentence and with an exclamation mark at the end of it fats is it really fat how do you know it's a fat because you read it in a textbook maybe probably I don't know but those were facts that were implemented into society as well the stuff that we were getting taught to school a lot of it was not factual it was uh, you know and and I'm only going off my school I don't know about all other schools but the schools that I went to in the public school system of Detroit you know Mm -hmm. some of that slash, I would like to say a lot of it going off what I've re-educated myself on as I was grown. Man, I wish I had the same mentality of school that I have now for learning.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Is that a lot of the stuff that we were learning in school were facts that were implemented into society. And that's, I I see a lot of people going off that alone and then posting up or putting up the word Facts, you know, and exclamation marks, as if you just dropped what we call it in the hip hop world bars. <laughs> you know, you know, instead of saying bars, they say facts, and I'm like, bruh, read the fine print, <laughs> read the portion that's italicized as well, read all of that and process it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and do that keep the processing. You know. Keep the uh, the open mind, you know, the ability to critically think about something like if uh, something I don't care if it's a history book, if it says that all one side was bad and all one side was good. Mm -hmm. That ain't the truth. That ain't the truth. Like, how do you think we got to the moon? It was with the help of a bunch of Nazi scientists and and people talk about, oh, no, they were the good Nazis. No, no, they weren't. They weren't. They were the true believers. They were the ones that were right there. Some of them (laughs) fact, had taken lives themselves.
0: Oh well, you, well, what was that you said? They, they weren't true Nazis, is what you said.
1: They were true believers. That's that's kind of a colloquial term for anyone who believes that you're able to do anything you need to do as long as it's for the common goal or the greater
0: good. Oh, oh my goodness, so evil.
1: Yes, evil. <laughs> it's so deeply entrenched in their ideology that they will do anything that they need to do, and I mean. I think we're seeing that in a lot of ways on all sides. And there's like four or five different sides in the U.S. right now. Um, but we're we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of true believers. Like
0: I stated um, just now, you said believers, and you stated that that's what they ca- call believers, true believers. And that is it's the fact that's instilled in society. But in reality, the portion that people don't want to say or don't want to talk about is... Yeah, they're evil. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they, they're doing evil acts to make sure that you eat that apple. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the offense that people get offended by. Like, come on, people! Like, that's how. That's why I always say people who get offended are the people that actually mm-hmm. live what it is that has been talked about, and or uh, believe that whatever being talked about is directly towards them, even though there was no names called. They just believed that it was directed towards them. So I'm gonna be offended. Mm-hmm. So that's a, hey, all right, come on, people. That to me is a a, a implemented fact. And it's it's small. It, it's, a, it's small. It, it's just a one is this a word called said believers, but if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Don't just talk about it. You know, what right. I mean? everybody wants to talk about it, but they don't want to talk about it. And those people are evil. They're doing evil acts to make sure your lawn is cut. They're doing evil acts to make sure that everybody is able to get an apple that they deem is necessary of getting that apple. You know.
1: Oh. Sure. Wouldn't you agree? I think we're on the same page, but I, I'm just curious. Wouldn't you agree that any ideology that you're so deeply entrenched in that you refuse to change is going to be inherently evil at some point?
0: Oh, see, see, I know. I some for some reason, some people think that we have um, mind readers in the world, which I don't know, we could be, hey, if you believe in the higher power, I don't see why you can't believe in anything else.
1: It's it a shared experience, right?
0: Yeah, hey, yeah, but I think that's what uh, I guess the the word has now how you said believers is basically code word for evil. Um, what they call it.
1: Hold on a second, Donnie. Yeah, the reason why I say true believers, <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's evil, right? But in that moment, the reason why I say true believers because they don't think it's evil, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's the separation. You can call it evil. And it definitely was evil if, if we're going back to the Nazi analogy. Yes, 1,000%. Obviously, that was very evil, right? Mm-hmm. But people who are in it at the moment, there are things happening in the country right now where people are, again, true believers. And they believe that, that I mean, absolutely to their core, everything that they're doing is right and proper and mm-hmm. justified. And they will do anything it takes to reach their means. 20, 30, 50 years from now, we're going to look back and go, those people were evil. But in the moment, they thought that they were on the cutting edge of humanity.
0: Yeah, but at that same time, you're right. I 100% agree with you. But at the same time, those people probably didn't get a lot of people who are like me, not afraid to speak. A lot of people probably was was too afraid to do what we say, put them in their place.
1: Right. You know, or they were just kind of programmed in. I mean, we're some programmed, people...
0: We're programmed, yes, that inherit that inherit thought process, yes. <laughs> we're sort
1: of going all over the place, and I apologize for this, but now I have to ask you something else. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in the idea that some people are just sort of empty bags and whatever goes into them is what they're filled with? It really doesn't matter what it is. They're just sort of floating through life, mm-hmm. only gathering the opinions that others put into them?
0: I believe so, which is why... Uh... Which is kind of like I could say I could put that in the category or a a sub chapter into you being content with the knowledge that you have because mm-hmm. going off your 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 question before this one about the the ideology one is like yeah that's kind of like, that that's not not kind of that is what the fallout between me and my friend was because
1: uh, Ooh, that's perfect your friend is my example of a true believer. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. A true believer. You're not you're not going to sit there and and obviously he doesn't see himself as evil. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if you can really see him as evil right now. But Mm -hmm. he's so deeply entrenched in his ideology that he can't see anything else.
0: Yes, exactly. I also call those not call those. But I also say those are people who blindly follow whatever it is that they are believing in like they you, you you you're only believing in it because one you either grew up in a household that's like this and or you like you said one just empty bass just blindly following because somebody got to be a follower I guess I don't know but that's <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not about to blindly follow anything of course as a kid we don't have the mindset to think past following what our parents tell us, our elders tell tell us. But when we get older, you know, get out on our own, start to see the world is like our parents said it was. Personally, I am gonna question everything. You know, and I feel like you should that whole thing about there, there, are no such thing as dumb questions. First of all, lie. Freaking teacher lie to you. <laughs> It's so oh, oh I,
1: I can expound on that one. Uh, there are no dumb questions; only dumb people asking them.
0: Oh, hey, I like that. I never heard it, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs>
1: I like. Not it. very inclusive.
0: <laughs> I like it. What I was recently telling my son recently: don't believe that, Joe. There are stupid questions in the world, and they get asked all the time. But I want you to know, it's still okay to ask those stupid questions it's okay don't be ashamed of asking those stupid questions because hey everybody gets brain farts (laughs) you know (laughs) it's okay don't be ashamed of asking questions because why you'll be amongst of the people that actually care about the content that they're receiving when you ask questions no matter if it's stupid or not Me, I'm going to call you out on the dumb question, but I will answer it for you. (laughs)
1: Mm
0: You know, Don't be ashamed of asking questions because, like I told you earlier, I don't know too much about the fall of Rome. I ain't about to sit here and act like I know about the fall of Rome. I know of the fall of Rome and I know bits and pieces of it, but I ain't about to sit here and conversate with you and go back and forth with you as if I am well entailed on the uh on the fall of rome so sure. again people there are such things are stupid questions like <laughs> that's stupid for you to not think that
1: <laughs> and again context matters because uh okay. if someone just says to you and says hey i'm sorry like i don't know how this is going to sound but i really am curious and then they ask a question that some might view as offensive but they're honestly oh. trying to educate themselves that's very different from somebody going hey, let me ask you a question. Why are you so fucking stupid? Like, that's I, something entirely different. hmm mm-hmm, I agree. What's the best way to defeat racism? I mean, first of all, it's to have the people who are the true believers, which is <laughs> mostly folks who are older, let's be realistic. You know, as they pass on, we're going to see less of that. And, and I think that historically we, we do see less of that. But then the other... <laughs> I I mean, no, I mean no, if you look, know, at compared, look at the 60s disagree, compared, look at the first now. Okay, all right, we can disagree. That's okay. Uh-huh. Um, but but what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. like, if you don't allow people to ask questions, then how do we expect to implement any change, right?
0: Oh, I'll first, Hey, I always stated on whatever talk, and I state to people I talk to, like I, I would love to have a racist on whatever talk. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. love to have a racist like all races that I have or sub or little races or whatever you want to call it, people I have spoke to cannot give me a justifiable reason to why you don't like a person just because of the pigmentation of their skin. no one has ever gave me what I did. A justifiable reason.
1: Right. Well, they can't, they can't. It's, can't. It's, something can't. That it's ingrained in you. Why do you hate this person? Because they are this color. Well, why does that make a difference? Because of all these reasons. Okay. Well, I'm this color. I'm this person. Do you think that of me? No. Have you ever heard of Daryl Davis? Nope. Oh man. Come on now. This is, this is important reading for you. This is the, the black musician that, that spent a number of years converting ku klux klan people into uh well well getting them out of the ku klux klan basically and the only thing he did to change their mind was just to sit down and talk to him he actually went where these people were and and found people who were willing to talk to him at the very least mm-hmm. and every single one he actually collects ku klux klan robes and it's because when he talks to these people and and they convert him they started giving him their robes because they didn't know what else to do with them.
0: Oh, you, you said Daryl Davis.
1: Yeah, Daryl Davis. Okay, Daryl,
0: look him up. I, I like that. Hey, you're right. Conversation. It's, it's the it's the least that a racist can do. I guess you can say right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the least you can do. Like you can at least tell me why you hate this. And can you please derive from the reason of my pops didn't like them. Okay. (laughs) Derive from that reason please because to me, I'm letting you know right now, that's an unjustifiable reason of why because we all know that racism is instilled into one's being and not a inherent thing.
1: Right. It can't be inherent.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So it's a taught it's a learned attribute in life. If you want to call it an attribute, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> so that being said is that yes, just talking to someone could change the, could change the thought process of, of that person you know it's easy to change a mind but to change mm-hmm. a thought process is something
1: else oh, totally but it is. just being able to make them question their thought process I think mm-hmm. can really change the tide in a lot of ways I mean this is going to sound nuts but you know uh, there are a lot of people that that were in something like a Ku Klux Klan or whatever and then when people ask them how did you get out they're like I just simply started talking to these people and I realized they were nothing like what I was taught that they would be, and and I've heard, read articles about that, not just about one race or the other. I mean, it's people who were racist against all kinds of different races, and then once they met him and talked to him, it was like, oh wait, we are all human, right?
0: Yeah, well, if, if you're racist, you're racist against all. You're not just racist That's not, against.
1: Well, I'm going to disagree with you there because I'm. I mean, I have Hispanic friends, I have Latino friends that are very racist towards one particular type of people and not another. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, that does kind of there are there are things like that. I mean, I'm with you that sometimes a racist it, just the overarching concept of a racist. Yeah, you only want that specific racist. But uh that's that's where things get a little uh weird because when you start talking about the racist where it's it's a white person who believes only white people should exist, you have very few of those compared to people who are of any race that sit down and go i don't like people of this other particular race those are many you know what i'm talking about so it's yeah. kind of when you're when you're putting stuff into it's like when we started this conversation putting stuff into a box mm-hmm. and even you even said at the beginning of the show it's difficult when you're trying to put something in a box mm-hmm. and uh, that right there is just kind of a perfect example of what It sort of grinds my gears because people want to talk about, oh, this particular type of person is is super racist all the time. And it's like, well, there's there's so much to unpack there. And if we could just stop for a minute and and talk to that person, get them in a a frame of mind where they could talk, provided they weren't. Again, I'm using the term true believer. I love more that. Often than not, that will begin to change the minds like my buddy that I was telling you about uh, where his parents are from Vietnam and they're extraordinarily racist. Obviously, he's not as racist as he was when he was younger because he got out into the real world and he's like, oh, my parents are just racist. I don't have to be that, you know, not everybody has that realization. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's getting more common as we homogenize as a people in the United States.
0: What's getting more common? Racism?
1: No, no. The ability for people to stop and say, hey, I don't think the stop pattern is right. Oh, okay. Yes. I agree with you on that. But on the opposite side of it, we have a bunch of people who really only live their lives on the internet. I mean, I've known people who haven't left their house in 20 days, 50 days because of the coronavirus. And I do think that you can get radicalized in that time because you're alone, you're isolated, and you're, you're reading and taking in all this hyper-focused information. And so to your point of racism might be getting worse, you know what? You might actually be right because people are just being inundated yeah. with this stuff. And, and it might not, I'm, I don't actually believe that it's specifically one race getting radicalized against another. I think that we're just getting these divides put between almost all of us.
0: Mm, 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 mm. I like that, man. I hear what you're saying. I'm open to what you're saying. And I, what I'm getting from it is a white perspective. I'm seeing it different from a black perspective. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I agree with you. Um, for the most part, I agree. Matter of fact, I agree with you up all with everything up until where you said. Uh, uh, I might be. I'm, I'm wording it differently, but like racism is uh, decreasing. If I'm hearing, mm-hmm. if, if I said it right, or if I'm, or if I heard it right, could be. But from a black perspective, racism never even left, and it's also coming back. I ain't saying coming back with vengeance. But they are making it well known that it's not going anywhere. And I feel that it's not going anywhere and it won't ever in the history of history. Of, it's going to far beyond my generation of, or time on, on, uh, on Earth. Um, I even feel it's going to be probably well into my great grandkids' time since generation Mm -hmm. racism is never going to go anywhere unless whoever created the system because it's it's the system that's putting it out there and people are the believers or my bad i got the believers you got true (laughs) believers (laughs) the true believers are are really taken in to the the system, and whoever created the system, unless the generation of people who own or who who so part of that system now is willing to relinquish what the system is, racism will never depart.
1: I mean, I'm I'm actually with you on that one. Maybe for a little bit of a different reason. Um, because the system, when you give up the system and you relinquish it to somebody else, they're gonna have their own preconceived notions. No,
0: no, 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 I ain't even saying relinquish and- it to anyone else. I'm just saying relinquish the system, period. Like okay, okay. I know this sounds, I guess you could say liberal like, but I'm I'm not I'm not all about um we should govern ourselves because people are dumb as heck. Mankind is stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Mankind does not think. Me and you individually, I, and I like to use this as a as a saying because it's one of my favorite lines and it's become a common saying that I say often. Mm. It's from Men in Black that I got this line from. And it's from I believe it's Agent K. Was uh, Tommy Lee Jones' uh, character right? Or mm. was that uh, Will Smith's character? Whoever it was Tommy Lee, he saying it to Will in the movie Men in Black, the first one. You and me as, as, as you, Andy, and I, we're smart. Society, people, mankind is dumb. And Mm -hmm. what I'm getting from that is that me and you individually talking with the things that we are talking about now, we're smart. You know, we're talking off of Intel. We read, we read, we, we we process the things that are given to us, whether it be verbal or audible. One would think that's what smart people would do collectively meaning society mankind go off post Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah i agree i agree it's it is kind of a hard thing to understand because there's nuance within that and i'm sorry to interrupt go uh ahead and finish your
0: what i was getting at is that i'm not trying to say relinquish the system i'm i'm honestly i'm i'm still trying to think about how is how I want to say it because I haven't really thought it all the way through yet because of that whole, what I just said, mankind is dumb. We can't govern our own selves because we got people protesting about I can't go to the park and swing. Okay, cool with me. Protest that if that's what you want, but what the heck does this RPG got to do with you protesting you can't go to the park and swing what the heck does this m16 this desert eagle this glock nine has to do with anything other than protesting anything referencing firearms Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. that's
0: what i mean that's what i mean that's what i mean by society is stupid You, you society i don't want to relinquish the system to just govern ourselves because again, we can't govern ourselves. Me and you probably can govern ourselves, you know, in our families or whatever. But then again, we only could govern ourselves, not ourselves to, hey, okay, when it comes to governing ourselves, how many of us are going to put myself in the corner? It's, it's, I could do something wrong and I won't put myself in the corner. And I can straight up tell you that I was I did it wrong, and I'm not about to put myself in the corner. Only thing I can do is admit to you or whoever I wronged that I was wrong, and I can do this or is it anything that you would like for me to do that we deem as a you know, humane thing to do to make this right. That's the only thing I can do as far as governing myself. I can't even govern my family because they are part of the 7 billion plus people on the planet. That's an individual. As far as governing, I mean, getting rid of the system on that level, I haven't thought all the way through yet. But as far as getting rid of the system to get rid of racism, as long as this system is in place, racism is never going to depart. As long as mankind is in existence on the plane of Earth, that system will always be implemented. And I only say and, and I'm saying that also going off the information that I get from the Bible, because the system is also in the Bible. But don't nobody want to talk about that, though.
1: hmm. Well, but again, I mean, that's what we were talking about mm-hmm. at the beginning of this. Racism goes back a thousand years and well, it goes back a thousand millennia. Really? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm following along with what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not I'm, sure I'm really, I'm trying to
0: word it. I'm sorry if I'm wording it wrong. We all got to learn how to speak.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So the system, you were talking about the system with the racism. Now, once we fix the systemic racism in the U S we do still have the issue of people are coming into the U.S. because this is the melting pot, right? This is the place where the world homogenizes. There are areas of the world far, far less progressive than us. You, just like you said, there's there's systemic or there, excuse me, there's slavery that exists in other countries. So Bond
0: now slavery, clink, clink. <laughs>
1: those well, types so, of slavery. But what I mean is, I guess my my point is what happens when people from those other cultures come in here and they bring their slate, their uh, racism, you know, that's a harder thing to deal with. Now we've gotten rid of, I, I just snapped my fingers, I'm Thanos. I just mm-hmm. snapped my finger, all racism in the U.S. is gone. Uh, later today, someone is going to immigrate to the U.S., because statistically that does happen every single day. They're going to have their own preconceived notions, and the likelihood of them coming in here and being racist is actually quite high, because there are other cultures that that... Are are very opinionated in that way. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How how do you fix that? Right, that's not a system See, within our country fixed.
0: You're right. You're right. And you and you're right. There's absolutely no way to fix that. Just because you, I, my wife, my kids, and my my grandparents, your friends, uh, uh, their friends, and so forth and so forth, are all individual. People Mm -hmm. and those individual people, society doesn't like it, but the reality of it all have their own opinions, thought process, brains however you want to use it they all have that. Meaning that, yes, if you go off what the word logic means, is that, yes, logically, it's a large number of people that would agree with the same opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's a large number of people that will disagree with the same opinion. And it's a large number of people that just thinks differently about both agreements and disagreements. So, mm-hmm. yes, individually as a globally, yeah, we won't be able to get rid of it. on that level. That's why I said I haven't thought it all the way through because you're you're right. You can get rid of it here, maybe, but hate is globally
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. then that's the that is the hard part you know i mean the answer to getting rid of the hate is is a mutual respect for everyone as a human being but not all cultures see all humans as human beings so Uh it it gets really uh hairy there and it's like what you said you know you can't govern when you say we can't govern ourselves then it's like okay well then who governs us that's how we get this well what we have now you know where it doesn't really both R's and D's are all uh, psychotic pedophiles or, or whatever. Oh. I'm name. glad
0: you said that. I'm glad you said that. Sounds like people who don't who speak without fear.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like when somebody tells me that they're a staunch one side or the other, that's when I realize that they're they're again a true believer because you can't really fall on one side or the other. None of us do. You know? I
0: keep laughing at the word true believer. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's I, a thing. I, Look it up. That, that is the saying for people who just cannot and will not accept that they're wrong.
0: We all in the same boat. We just got different nicknames for the same thing. True believer. <laughs> I I say believers. Well, I say uh, believers when it pertains to b- believing in God. I'm a, I'm a non-believer, but I don't crap on any believers uh Whatever it is you believe, hey, you mankind, going off to my theory of the existence of mankind, we have no choice but to believe in something. That is one thing that is out of our control. If anything is out of our control, is that you have to believe in something. You believing in nothing is you believing in something. So mm-hmm. you just have to, just because you mankind. So I, I'm not crapping on it. I'm just saying, the true believers slash believers, I call them. Blind followers, because mm-hmm. you're believing in it no matter how much of the wrong that is right there in your face, you're just actively choosing not to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're actively choosing to be blind,
1: yeah. And that's that's you just summarized it you're actively choosing to only believe that one thing, and um, and you know, that's really what we have to get away from as a people, and then mm-hmm. and then change will happen. But, uh, you know, to gotta, be continued, I guess, we don't really know how this is all going to work out. And all I know is I want to be able to take care of myself, and I, I don't like people telling me that I need restrictions on how I live my uh, life, okay. as long as I'm not hurting anybody else. And uh, so that's sort of where, that's in my opinion, where politi- excuse me, politics should start. I was yeah. already
0: mad when you said my opinion anyway, so you ain't have to say
1: it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're so conditioned. We're so conditioned yeah. to do that, man.
0: Yeah, I do it all the time. And I hate every, every time I say it, i be like, oh, I, 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 I hate the fact that I have to treat society as if they're kids. Like, I have to keep reinstating my opinion because you are like a kid. I have to keep telling you over and over not to do that, kid. So, I have to speak to my listeners. Well, I, not my listeners per se, but again, my listeners are society. We're conditioned, it's a habit. That's why I preach we have to change the thought process, not just change the mind. We have to change the thought process of humanity. And that w- will. In my opinion, I don't know, but throughout my little, my thought process of thinking that people should change the thought process is that over time, if everybody changed their thought process on the fact that there should not be anybody ruling over anybody, no matter how much of the level of ruling that you claim that you're doing, it should not be because that's just wrong am my who caught myself mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just wrong <laughs> and so but yeah you're right it, I mean it, it's, it's, it's you're right I'm I'm right and I guess by me saying you're right and I'm right and me justifying or claiming that I'm right is I'm saying it in confidence that my opinion is that I'm saying that, but society says that when I say that I'm right in just this particular topic or thing that we're saying now, society sees that as I'm being conceited and or cocky. And like, no, I'm just being confident in the things that I have read and being able to identify what may be a implemented fact versus hmm, this sounds more believable than this actual fact. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. that's just me being confident in what I'm speaking. Like, I'm not trying to get people to follow my camp. I just want you to hear me. But I do know the reality of getting people to hear me. The results or side effect of that is that I may gain followers. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: So that being said is like, come on, people. (sighs) Just Again, let me let me close. Let me try to wrap it up in a nutshell. Be open, <laughs> be open-minded about every single conversation that you have, whether your mindset is already locked on something or not. Which again, if it's locked, then you're not open-minded for one. So therefore, that eradicates that statement. What I just said. I'm just trying to say it in a way that you people would understand. And that's right. I use the term "you people." In a nutshell, be open-minded about every single conversation. Don't downplay anybody's beliefs. You believe in something, right? So why are you downplaying somebody else's believing in something? Whether you deem that wrong or not wrong, it's just, again, that is that person's beliefs. If they're not downplaying yours, beating your beliefs down, then what is the necessary reason of you doing that? And on uh, and then I guess lastly is again be open minded, be open minded, Here, being open minded. In my opinion, oh, shoot, it, being open minded, I feel is just you open to hear something from somebody. Yep, not me agreeing to you. It's just I am open to hear what you have to say. And by you being having a mindset already, you already beat down my beliefs because you have a mindset.
1: Oof, man, anybody who has listened to this and is like screaming in their car either about how wrong my opinions are and why didn't you ask me certain things or say certain things or vice versa? Uh, you just perfectly summarized why they can't have that. You know, this is what you and I had. This is called a, a civil discussion and a considerate discourse. And for the most part, we agreed on everything. There's little stuff that you don't agree with me on. And I'm sure there's a little stuff mm-hmm. that I wouldn't agree with you on. But at the end of the day, neither of us are so closed minded that we go away with a bad opinion of the other person.
0: Exactly. All right, bro. After this, I'm about to close it out. You are never invited on the show ever again. And then you better pray to whoever it is that you believe in that we don't cross paths in real life. <laughs> like, I mean, she's you freaking true believer. You. <laughs> I'm about to close it out because we have went well beyond the 30 minute mark that I was trying to set for. <laughs>
1: Sorry, man, You I, get me talking, I'm talking.
0: Hey, i ain't the same way, man. It's, once I get talking, I look at talking now, or at least I'm going through experiments of I believe that talking is my therapy. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I I, say, I do find myself recently saying to some folks, it's like uh, my bad. If, if I'm long-winded, feel free to say, hey, shut up. <laughs> you know i'm not i am one want a person I, I used to i used to say this uh and people used to it, <laughs> it's funny people took offense to this right here that i'm about to tell you is that i don't get offended and people just took so offense to that now i kind of label it something different i still believe into my own beliefs that i don't get offended now i just say to try to keep things at a copesthetic level i guess is that i haven't been offended yet i know mm. what offense me or i know what's offensive it's just that i don't get offended by it and for you To get offended by me saying that I don't get offended, you need a for real life changer. And you can start by going into the fun house at the carnival with all those mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. Like, seriously, you get offended by somebody saying that they don't get offended. You need a thought process change right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. Well, Nicole, Connie, hey, I know ahead. you want to close it out. Can I give you three things? Oh, go controversial, ahead. Go ahead. Go no ahead. context, go ahead. no background, and no retort. Just three things that are controversial. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Go ahead. Brussels sprouts taste good. Honda Civics are not bad cars. All lives don't matter. We need to kill the pedophiles. That's all I have.
0: <laughs> I agree with you, except for uh, the last one <laughs> no yes kill them kill all of them freaking pedophiles that is probably the worst of bad for you to think that a little person is attractive not a little person because little people are considered midgets now
1: a child so
0: a child a kid an adolescent yes that includes 17 and under
1: 17. and so those, those three things i don't want to hear nobody at me i don't care i don't want to hear it.
0: <laughs> on that note thank you for listening to whatever talk folks i appreciate this long show. this is part this is actually the longest recorded whatever talk show and i am highly disappointed that my man's my partner couldn't be here, but it's not his fault. He got tech issues, and that is understandable. You freaking true believer, you, my friend. No, <laughs> I keep laughing at that because uh, I see oh, racism is my favorite comedian. That's that's why, because I, I find it highly, highly hilarious that you could be mad at me and you don't even know why you're mad at yourself. <laughs> so, but uh, thank you for listening we on so many different platforms i get an email every other week saying hey your podcast is on here it's on so we're on many platforms i'll name a few podomatic is our summer home of whatever talk our new home of whatever talk is anchor how you doing folks we had tech issues at this point of the show But we both would like to thank you for listening to this new school conversation demonstrating how we feel how a conversation can be had even if one party starts to combo one-sided. Even if all parties disagree in certain areas, until the next episode, whatever. If you would've made it this far, but then you made it to the end of the show, you can stay posted, but we gotta go. But oh, wait a minute, leave a comment tell us what you think about it, come again, tell the friends, tell whoever listening, whatever talk. Whatever talk.